This is the last coffee house, and we're talking about the wage gap today. It is incredibly frustrating that any adult human being still touts a wage gap as some kind of an injustice. It's like seeing somebody who's using a cassette or something like that. It's so obviously and incredibly off to propagandize this kind of a disparity in this way. It's incredibly frustrating. The article that I'm looking at is 187 Republicans vote against bill to close the gender wage gap by some Casey Quinlan at thinkprogress.org. Okay. But I don't really care so much about the article. It's it's about the some Equal Pay Act that they voted against. Of course, and this always has to be pointed out, it's already illegal to pay men and women differently based on their gender. That's already illegal. First of all, of course, let's establish that the wage gap, first, is not a wage gap. It's an earnings gap. It's just the average earnings of men and average earnings of women. And women, on average, earn less. So the whole question is, how do you explain that? How do they earn less? And there are so many reasons. So many reasons that it suggests that if you controlled for all those reasons, there likely would be a reverse problem here. That these wages are being buttressed by some artificiality, but you'd have to do the math. So, what are the controls that would be necessary? Of course, everybody knows. That's why this is becoming, this has become propaganda. It's not a genuine argument. Nobody's approaching from one side, genuinely trying to have a conversation about what they believe is an injustice. They're using it as propaganda to try to get something. So, let's list some. Uh, you'd have to control for average hours worked. Women on average work fewer hours than men. You'd have, to, you'd have to control for vacation time. Women on average take more vacations. That's not just for birthing children. They take on average more vacations, period. Even women who don't have children. You'd have to control for, and this is a big one, willingness to negotiate salaries. Women are on average far less likely to negotiate their salary. And obviously you'd have to control for things based on skill, ability, efficiency, etc, etc, etc. All those things that you have a hell of a time trying to quantify. But you'd have to control for those things to really be able to determine whether it's just plain old-fashioned gender discrimination. The last point, which is women work in jobs that pay less money. On average, they choose jobs that pay less money. They're making decisions. They, they can do basic math. They can see that this particular profession pays less than this particular profession. And they're going into those professions anyway. So are they their own willful, autonomous people who can do whatever they they want or are they are they just subjects of the patriarchy who are bombarded as young girls saying that they have to be nurses instead of engineers you can't have both either they're pathetic or they're not but if they're pathetic fine they don't have responsibility but they're still pathetic or they are not and they have their own agency and then they just have to deal with the choices that they make so that's certainly a harsh way to put it but whatever the case there there are distinct differences in the averages and you have to control for all of those things before you can say that, yes, it's discrimination and it's something that the government needs to step in and fix. Or it could turn out like when it comes to people in universities, they're overrepresented in universities now. I think it's 60-40 now when it comes to women and men. So, okay, now we have that disparity. So it must be discrimination on the basis of gender, right? Oh, it's infuriating. The most interesting and least talked about aspect of it, I think, is what Steven Pinker talked about. I saw him give a presentation on this, which is the difference in the IQ bell curves relative to women women and men. So they have virtually identical centers. So the centers of the bell curves are virtually identical, which means on average, you're going to have the same intelligence. If you just take a broad average of all the women and all the men, you're going to have the same averages, but the Y chromosome in men has more variability. So that means that they're going to have a flatter bell curve. So you're going to
gonna have more representation at the tails. What does that mean? That means that you're gonna have more men geniuses and more men complete idiots. You're gonna have greater representation at those polls than you will with women. This explains a lot, obviously. It explains why men are overrepresented in quantum physics. It also explains why men are vastly overrepresented in prison, which last I checked, it was 93% uh, were men who have been imprisoned. And obviously, it's one thing to talk about a pink tax, which is one of the dumbest ideas I've ever heard, but it's one thing to talk about a pink tax, it's another thing to talk about a gender being imprisoned at a disproportionate rate. Of course, in real world, when you step out of clown world, you know it's because of the IQ distribution, uh, the way that the bell curve is structured for men, you're gonna have way more complete idiots with very low IQ who are gonna do really stupid things. Plain old testosterone obviously has a large association with aggressiveness. There's also certain genes that you wouldn't have representations. I mean, when it comes to just plain old testosterone and the distribution on the IQ bell curve, that makes sense of the fact that there is vast overrepresentation of men in prison. So you'd have to control for all those things before you could say that it's discriminatory. Now with the wage gap, they don't bother to control for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Most people, what I hear them talk about there, out there in the world, to talk about the wage gap, they think it's just you compare one man to one woman, any given job, anywhere, and you're going to find a 20% disparity between them, which is absolute nonsense. It's completely an average of just the plain earnings. You have to institute all those controls to be able to determine whether it's discrimination based on gender or not. And people are not willing to do that kind of work because it's not about figuring out what's true. It's about propagandizing different aspects of information so that you can get something out of it. And by the way, Obama's White House Obama himself specifically trotted out this number and used it in this way multiple times. So he's 100% not off the hook for this. It's complete, as as much as people want to use this term of fake news, it's absolutely fake news. It's an abuse of people's lack of understanding about statistics and the way they work. <laughs> so they can gain something when it comes to politics. Oh, it's so ridiculous because they have to sell you the sickness so they can give you the cure. So they can say, look, I've got the cure too. Look at that. That's, that's lucky. Just like with religion. You're you're a fallen, horrible, <laughs> terrible human being who's going to die and go to hell. So I am going to save you by giving you this. You're sick. Here's the cure. And that's what they have to do. And that's what this is. It's the propaganda of saying this general thing. I've never seen. There's only one study I've seen that actually made an effort to put in some serious controls to determine whether there was a, a pay disparity in genders. It's the best one I've seen. It was specifically related to nurses. And still, they left out very important controls like whether there was negotiation or competence in the work or whatever else. I mean, when it comes to negotiation, that is their fault for leaving that one out. That one would have been pretty easy to figure out whether there's any negotiation and pay raises. But when it comes to, like, competence, there are only very crude ways that you can figure that out, like incidences of being disciplined and the rate of discipline, the, the kind of discipline, how they responded to the discipline, how they get along with coworkers, all that sort of stuff. All those things would come into one competence. And it's more easy to see competence Competence when it comes to like a sales position or something like that than it is when it comes to like nursing. It's like, did they not kill anybody? It's like, how, how do you determine how competent they really are? So it would be difficult to find the right way to control for that. But anyway, I might go through that study at some point and point out all the flaws with it and the likelihood. And of course, it shrunk tremendously. And that's one thing. If you could go through all these controls and, and attribute some kind of a percentage value to each one of these controls, how likely is it, does it that it doesn't make up the 20%. I mean, how likely is it?
use it. Like you've got 40 different controls that you can use and each one of them can account for X percentage of, of the difference between men and women. I'm sure huge ones would be average hours worked, choice of employment, willingness to negotiate. I'm sure those would be huge. But if you could control for all those things and it disappeared, I'm likely, I would think that it would probably invert if you controlled for all those things in reality. I've even heard some rationales about how, okay, the jobs that women tend to choose need to pay more to close that gap. So whatever the job happens to be that they happen to choose, they need to increase the wages on those to close the gap. That's such insane nonsense. If women want to be paid more, they should choose other jobs. Oh my gosh. And there are just quotes throughout here that, oh, equal pay is so important. It's so important to have equal pay. You don't have the slightest clue whether this gender discrimination is the, is the cause of the average differences in earnings between men and women. You don't have the slightest clue. And still, they go out here and they just, they make these arguments and trot this stuff out and get quotes on people and try to get acts passed and demonize people for rejecting these acts and these new statutes that do the same thing that... <laughs> that the other statutes do. Oh my god, it's so ridiculous. So, uh, there's one quote. You have to pay people the same if they do the same job and have similar education, experience, and performance. You can qualify their personal performance, but it has to be fact-based. Oh, great! So you know that it's not a 20% gap because you controlled for all those things, right? No, of course not. Didn't even look at it. They're just talking about this Equal Pay Act. Didn't even consider looking at this wage gap and controlling for at least education, experience, and performance. Didn't even think about it. Just use this number for proper propagandistic reasons. And then here's another, according to the Institute for Women's Policy Research, it will take until 2059 for women to reach pay parity if change continues at the current pace. Black women would have to wait until 2119 for equal pay and Latina women until 2224. So they could do basic math like that, just using the rate of change up until then, but they can't do basic math like figuring out average hours worked or figure out how much vacation time they take or the jobs they choose or anything like that and whether that accounts for the difference. If there was pay parity right now, it would be incredibly unfair for men with the current averages when it comes to hours worked, professions chosen, likelihood to negotiate, etc, etc, etc. It would be incredibly unfair. And yet they just talk about it. Uh, you know, it's called the women's policy research. <laughs> so <laughs> I know you wonder what side of the aisle they come down on, but they just talk about it like it's, it's just completely established. And we just need to take this one disparate mathematical result and that's all we need to figure it all out. It's absolute nonsense. I can't believe that there are adult human beings who are willing to trot out this propaganda and not be honest or genuine about any of it. I am absolutely waiting for one of these people who are involved in these kind of policies, because this isn't like, oh, just the early stages of we're trying to figure out whether there's injustice in the earnings disparity. This is people who say it's already established. We need a new act. We need a new statute to establish it and rectify this earnings disparity. They've already gone to that point. They already want want action. They don't even have the slightest clue what it actually means, but they want action. Oh my gosh, it's so insane. Anyway, that's me. Okay, I need to go through. What am I doing? I have to lab it. Liabilities. I... <laughs> this isn't my primary vocation of studying non-existent injustices in the world. I do know of literally every single one of the studies that I've read, which must be at least two dozen studies recently that I read. Only one, the nurse one, used a lot of controls that made sense. They weren't, and none of the controls they used were great. 
they weren't really well defined or implemented, but they did a lot better than any of the other ones that I said. And they still ignored other things like willingness to negotiate and, and other aspects of that would have to be controlled for to determine whether it's a, it's based on gender or not. And the primarily uh, when people like this in these kinds of articles just trot out that figure, the 20% difference, you know, it's either 78 on the dollar, 79 on the dollar, 80 on the dollar. When they trot out that as some kind of a, a finished product and just say, look, we're, we've established it, then it's instant. Okay. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You didn't control for any of those things. Even if somebody said, okay, here's the earning. They always say wage gap too, and not an earnings gap. But if they came out and said, here's the earnings gap, here are the things that haven't been controlled for, but still with those controls, I think it would be, <laughs> you know, there would still be a gap that needs to be addressed because it's likely to be gender discrimination. I could at least respect that to some degree, but this, what it's this kind of nonsense. No, I mean, are you kidding me? There's barely any concerns about whether I'm properly educated in this area to be able to call out this BS. It needs to be called out. People need to stop using it so we can actually figure out where it is. Individually, you could figure out whether there's some kind of a pay disparity and still it's extremely difficult to figure out whether it's some kind of pay disparity based on gender. But when they just broadly do this based on 350 million people, we just know based on this one number. Oh my God, what idiots. Anchor, how worried am I about my confidence flying off into the stratosphere on... <laughs> on my propositions. And this, I don't know how well this metaphor works. My snotty co-host, uh, she looked at it the other way, that it was like how the anchor held down the position so it couldn't move. <laughs> I understand that metaphorical reading, but I meant it as like my confidence in this thing wants to just go off into the sky and I need to hold it down by something, by some weight, by the anchor that's going to hold me down. Anchor's not a great word for it though, because anchors are supposed to stop you all together, but whatever. <laughs> so the, uh, I just like the, the acronym lab. I want it to be a Socratic anchor. Socratic weight maybe would be better, but then it wouldn't be lab. It'd be lub or something like that. So, so anyway, the weight of the anchor holding down my confidence so it doesn't fly off into the stratosphere is not very heavy. It's like a hundred pounds. Again, if people who talked about this thing, they were upfront and genuine about all these different controls that are very important that could explain away any injustice. And by virtue of that would have no even idea of bringing a statute to bear on it, especially since there's already a statute that prevents disparate pay on that basis. Then, you know, I'd be concerned about my confidence in trashing this nonsense, but I'm not. So bias, uh, I am a cisgender male, so maybe that could be biasing me in some way or another to say that it's to be disinclined to see the discrimination and gender disparity. But of course, uh, if, if we just took two numbers and said, okay, those are different. There's a disparity. Therefore it must be discrimination. Then we'd have much bigger problems for men because men would be incarcerated, assaulted and murdered at an incredibly disparate rate. And it must be discrimination against the male gender. So this would be much more important to fi fix than a 20% difference in pay. Not to mention disp disparately killed in war, disparately commit suicide. So yeah, we should maybe pay more attention to that than I'm getting paid less because I chose a job that pays less and because I took more vacations and worked for your hours. Okay, so that's that. That's the last coffee house. That was a rant, but there, <laughs> there you go. It's barely even worth talking about because it's obvious, but I cannot believe it keeps coming up. Cannot believe it. I can't believe that anybody says the term wage gap in today's society. It shocks me. Anyway, all right. Thanks. Bye.